This is what Marvel fans do when they, they get distracted. Scroll? Scroll? Yes. That's Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Uh, hello, der, hello, der. <laughs> and Danae Hughes. Thought I'd try something different. No, yeah. I mean, you broke Danae. She doesn't even have anything to say now. Hello, I don't even know what that's about. By the way, I got to tell because I told. Can I say something really quick, though? No, this no, just so a cool. second. We wrote for Cinema Sense TV since we've ever said this is University. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say because I told the story on here. I don't remember what episode this was, but we were at, we were answering questions, and one of them was where did the hello, hello come from? And I talked yeah, about how right. it's Robert England played a right. character in Ford Fairlane. Right. Um, I got to talk this earlier this week to Rennie Harlan. Uh, Chris and Barrett and I interviewed him for a new movie he's got coming out. Rennie Harlan directed The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Fun. So, and I didn't even think about it until after I said, after Chris introduced me on that interview, and I said hello, 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 hello yeah. and then and then I got to tell Rennie Harlan about it, and uh, that was that was a pretty like big a moment. full circle so moment. Yeah. The only bigger moment that could happen is if you got to interview Frosty the Snowman. And you're like, I do your happy birthday thing at the ev- end of every podcast with whatever day it is. So oh, I got to look that up. We'll, uh, <laughs> what do you we'll see mean if we can look get that, it up? We'll see if we get that Frosty interview uh, going at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a, uh, is there a Frosty voice. somewhere out there like at a like and there's Disney, you've got Pluto mm-hmm. walking around. Is there yeah. a Frosty equivalent? I mean, I'm not aware of one. I mean, like Holiday World would seem like the perfect place, but I don't. Yeah, but I don't who know that owns that like those specials? Like, I don't. I'm just oh, saying, I, I don't if, idea. if that place exists, then on the BTS bucket list is to go there and then do like a little funny thing where Jonathan like slowly runs towards the frosty <laughs> and they hug. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's this full circle moment for you. It is. It is. is Ten it, people would get it. There's yeah. literally for for the thirteen of us that are here. There's literally a frosty happy birthday outtake in one of the videos from this I week, know. isn't there? That's in my that's notes. Great. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah, Judge yeah. Dredd. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's kick it off with this inside scoop. What's he building in there? We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. We kick it off with commercial sins, Subway, uh, Megan Rapino, um, or I probably pronounced that incorrectly um, because I, is it Rapino? I think that's what, uh, that's what Chris okay, says. That's what the narrator good. says, right? I think. Yes. I, that's what I've always And heard. Chris does his homework. That's why I'm fairly confident. If I pronounced it like, like Chris, he really likes to get names right, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he does. He does. That's usually right before we start interviews. That's always his first question. Is, yeah. So I just want to make sure, which is which is always appreciated right. by the uh, by the person. Yeah, I will say it's Rainy Harleen, right? Rainy <laughs> Harleen um, for this interview. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Subway Megan Rapino. Um, yeah, kicking soccer balls at people for subway purposes. That is this entire. That, I kinda, that is this entire commercial. I'm really distracted. <laughs> uh, no shocker there. <laughs> I just searched Megan Rapino pronunciation. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. spell it correctly at all. Mm-hmm. I spelled Rapino 
R-A-B-I-N-E. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> Rabin. I, sure. I was just typing really, really fast. Rabin. Yeah, but Megan I, Rabin. I just noticed that there's a, um, you know, like it has the normal pronunciation section where you can like mm-hmm. click the little icon and then you can hear it. Yeah. Uh, and you can slow it down. But then just below that, it's how to pronounce Reagan Rapino, Megan Rapino, and it's like if it's a video, and then when you click on the video, it's mm-hmm. her answering that question, and then it mm-hmm. goes to a next clip of her answering the next most asked questions on Google about her. Mm-hmm. Is this a new thing that they're doing, where like famous people can I, answer questions about themselves? Because it's pretty cool looking. I think they're just. I've seen some Google stuff in the past yeah. where people were doing that. That's I think Google really is just, cool. I think they're they're refining their algorithm to find like stuff on YouTube that like because sometimes I'll do a search and it'll just show me the section of the video that has the answer to the question. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but I've so, just not yeah. seen it where it's video. Okay, so um, I've been doing this thing for the live BTS recording that we do every week now on Fridays at uh, ten Central. And after the show is over, I stay on for a little while and do like a little post show where I essentially mm-hmm. just show all the stuff I've been Googling. That's what I've been doing. So, <laughs> right. so I'm going to set this aside and, and I'll actually show you guys what I'm talking about at the end. Those who there can stick go. around. And um, you can watch those videos later. I'm pretty sure if you're still like if you're on Patreon and you're on that peeper level, I think you can like yes. go on and watch them. Yes. Our members have live access to this show video as well as delayed access uh, to the show video. So. Anyway, so yeah, I can watch it either way. Um, all right, but let's it, talk about it does this. appear to be Rapino. No, I can't hear it. But yeah. it, uh, watching her, it looks like it's Rapino. Megan Rapino yeah. uh, is what we're going to go with. How's the Rapino? So, what's your question for this uh, commercial sins? Oh, hold, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me take a drink. Let me take it. Let me take a drink. Let me take a drink. Hold on. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. How do we feel about uh, Subway sandwiches? That's so. I thought you were going to do something else. Like, how do we feel about strong females in the world? <laughs> <laughs> that is not the commercial that's not what the commercial's for it's clearly what the commercial's for (laughs) see the for me the joke the joke of that bit is we watch these commercials and they're so rarely about the thing that they're they are so it's like when you actually mention hey what do you think about auto insurance it's like that has nothing to do with this commercial but it's for an auto insurance you know company i know i know but anyways how do you feel about subway jonathan um i i like i mean they have a really good meatball sub uh, that's probably like the thing I might go to yep. if I if Me I'm too. eating at Subway. I don't eat at Subway that often Me either. Though, but but they do have. I don't know what it is about their meatball sub because I don't really typically like meatball subs at other places, even better sandwich places like you know like um mm-hmm. like Jersey Mike's for instance. You know, um, it's the but, uh, uh, it's the cocaine in the marinara sauce. I think so. I think there's cocaine in the marinara sauce. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, hey Subway, we'll totally do an advertisement for you about cocaine. <laughs> I used to eat Subway all the That's time good. because I worked at this call center and within walking distance was a Subway. And so I cycled through sandwiches because I'm the kind of person that finds something I like and then I eat it over and over and over again and then I yeah. don't like it anymore and I have to go to the next thing. So I worked through like four or five iterations of my favorite Subway sandwich. And then I found Mr. Good Sense. And then everything Subway was horrible after that. Because Mr. Good Sense is a sandwich shop and they have better oh, bread. That's not, we don't have right. that. It's just like it's a deli style, but all their ingredients yeah. Yeah. seem to actually be fresh. Uh-huh. Um, and so, then when I moved to a small town, they had a, uh, they had a subway. And we're like, OK, cool. They've got a subway. And it was the worst subway on the face of the fucking planet. And they ruined the meatball sub for me and they ruined every other sub opportunity for me. And I haven't been back to subway in seven years. 
because of that gotcha. one place. It it's a chain. Like, you know, it it's awful. like it's like comparing like Papa John's to like a local pizzeria, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's it's definitely it's a chain. It's got every subway tastes the same basically and you don't like I mean, every location except for the one Danae went to. Um <laughs> It was awful. My my subway thoughts start with no. their oatmeal raisin cookie, which I love. Uh, if I ever go there, I Ooh. have to get three of them. Um, I don't like their cookies. Uh, I love their oatmeal raisin cookie. Uh, I I had the same experience as Danae because Danae was very gracious enough to uh, ruin Subway for me, even knowing it would ruin Subway for me. She was like, hey, have you ever tried Good Sense? And I was like, no. And so we got a Good Sense sub and... <gasps> Uh, I think it's the bread. I think it's the bread. The, like I've ever since then, every time I eat a Subway sub, and I still do occasionally, I'm like, this bread is stale. It's yeah. chewy. It's not great. Somebody, and they make it fresh every day. So I don't understand. It's not like it's old. Like Subway makes I their bread. So that's weird because I feel like it, maybe it's just a Subway by me. I I feel like I, I always get white bread. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know if that's what you guys are getting or if you're yes. trying some of the other different breads, yes. but it's always very soft for me. That's the one thing about Subway. I thought so too. I kind of like versus other. I thought so too. And then I had good sense. If you ever come to this neck of the woods, oh no, I'll definitely go to good sense. We'll have to go to that sub shop. Absolutely. um, Because it is different. Somebody said in the chat, um, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I also don't want to Google it for whatever reason. Subway bread isn't considered bread in some countries. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a joke. (laughs) Well, you know, but that there's also that thing like. Taco Bell meat isn't considered right in Pink some slime. places too. Yeah, that kind so, of thing. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's one of those kinds of things. I w- some of the chats mentioning like Firehouse and Jersey mm-hmm. Mike. Sure. I do agree. I think those are better chains. Sure. Um, but yeah, I we go to we're Jersey Mike's family mostly. That's that's typically where we get our sandwiches there from. There you go. Uh, what about this video? Um, it really is kicking soccer balls at people for subway purposes. Yeah. Is the first sentence. I like, and yeah, I find these subway commercials funny for some reason. Sure. Like I, I like I like this one. Uh, they had one. They have one going on now during the NBA season uh, with Draymond Green, and uh, I can't remember who the other person is in it now. But those are very funny if you want to look that up. But um, yeah, no, I think the commercial's funny. I think this is also. I saw somebody in the chat say this is one of their favorite commercial sends. I think it's one of mine too. I, this was a really, really funny. Yeah, video. this is a funny video for sure, for sure. Uh, I also liked. Uh, also, I've decided oven uh, oven roasted turkey subs with banana peppers is the exact polar opposite of whatever burrito you might order when he's comparing it to the burrito. <laughs> and then he continues by saying, "So the next time you take the SAT, kids, if there's a question that says cold is to hot, as oven roasted turkey subs with banana peppers are to blank, there's only one right answer. And if the SAT says otherwise, follow the money." Um, <laughs> You know, look, I haven't said this is an Atkinson script, by, but by that sin alone, you might you, know it. You have uh, to know. Uh, that is just, that's so much fun. So what about you guys? I loved his screaming, you are micromanaging my lunch. <laughs> just really, <laughs> yes, I, I really that enjoyed one, yeah. that. Yeah. I liked now. Now I'm going to have to get Patrick to cover me for while I'm gone. Do you know how many pee bottles that's going to cost <laughs> me? Hey, somebody mentioned in the chat, by the way, it's Jason Tatum is the other athlete in the uh, oh, in the okay. Subway ad I was talking about. It's Jason Tatum and Draymond Green. There's this great bit at the end where they're like, you know, Subway, try our sandwiches. And then it cuts to Draymond. And he says, except for Jason's. It's just really funny. Nice. Uh, Sorry, it has nothing to do with this. but And just because Subway. I'm me, I have to shout out the... Uh, the pun puns. Uh, there's a pungency to that pun that makes me want to punish it by punting it into the punitentiary. Punk. <laughs> Punk. Well done. Well done. Punk. 
you like puns? Uh, it's no, weird. Not never, really. How have I never learned this? You know, this is like, you know, three years later. That's the really. beauty of things. dynamic relationship, Jonathan, is that we can <laughs> all be around each other so much and still have so much to learn. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's a beautiful it's thing. I love I want. I want. I guess I won't, I won't get into the subject matter. We were all joking around that I just. I was saying I accepted Danae anyways, and Danae just responded back. Uh, that's because you're a friend. <laughs> that was hilarious. Our our fun Slack chat. Oh my gosh! All right, let's move on to TV sins. Okay, uh, let's do it. Finally, finishing off Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, one world, one people. This was a Dicer Hughes script. Danae and I writing on this one. One people. You know, I got to say, rewatching this video, I don't, and I didn't write on this, right? I think this is the two of Correct. you, right? Yeah, it's great video. Um, but I was watching this, I was thinking back to it. I think I, WandaVision is the better show, mm-hmm. but I think I liked this finale better. <laughs> oh, interesting. Like, because I just, I don't know, like, I just feel like this finale felt more complete. Yeah. Like, it wrapped things up, and it it actually gave us, like, it gave us some, it didn't just tease us, like, it, we got Captain America. Right. We got, you know. Right. We got him as Captain America, and I, I don't know. And there was some fun. There was some of the better, I think, action scenes outside of maybe that pilot uh, were in this one. And uh, although I do feel like the reveal of um, um, I can't remember the her name, the the girl, Carly? the woman. No, no, not Carly. The uh, we find Samantha? out she, the girl that uh, uh, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. Right, yeah, Sharon's the one, the actress from Revenge. Yeah. She was in. She's uh, she's uh, Peggy's daughter. Mm-hmm. I wish Sharon I was Carter. Peggy's yeah. daughter. So the reveal that like she's kind of behind the whole thing, which a right. lot of people have a theory that she is a uh, uh, um, a scroll. Oh, a scroll, which could be very no, a possible. Scroll. I said that right. a scroll, yeah, Danae. Scroll, scroll, like, scroll. No, a like scroll. Scroll. This is what Peggy's niece. Thank you. <laughs> this is not Peggy's. This daughter. This is what uh, what Marvel. Uh, fans do when they they get distracted. Scroll, scroll. Yes, that's scroll. A- <laughs> <laughs> so you said that about they have a dog sock puppet and they go scroll, scroll. Um, you said that about you so said that about that- the finale. That's interesting because we get Captain America on one, but we get Scarlet Witch on the other. Like a fully realized, like coming into her power. No, no, Scarlet I don't, Witch I don't disagree. I just feel like there was so much buildup with like WandaVision like teased a lot of things and then I mean and it's I mean those that's the story it was trying to tell. I'm not I'm not in I, it was I'm fine. Fight you I'm just about saying this for that the rest like of the show. This one <laughs> felt more like it actually answered the questions that were presented. I think I, think I, I, I did for me. Oh, let I me mean, break the tie. Of, yeah. Let me break the tie by kind saying of. it's actually both. Uh so I'm not breaking oh, the tie at okay. all. I I think they're very similar. I, I think they are about two different characters, but they kind of do the same thing. And in fact, we had a sin about it where these finales, you're really starting to get a sense that it's just like, okay, there's going to be a lot of fighting, a lot of punching, um, you know, uh, because that's all, that's how Marvel knows how to, you know, wrap things up is with fist fights. And, uh, and they're going to wink at some revelations. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, Jonathan, I think you're right. This is a little more than a wink. They are saying, okay, this is Captain America. But they also kind of do that with Scarlet Witch, too, where they're like, oh, this is Scarlet Witch. Um, and then they're punting. They're punting most of the big stuff. Like, what does that mean? How is that going to affect the bigger? Like, they're punting that to the movies. 
Um, well, I don't mind them leaving a little bit open. Yeah, of I course. mean, well, I just I don't know. They it, have to. Yeah. This just felt more like it wrapped. It tied up the series a little more nicely for me than I think WandaVision did. Yeah, WandaVision is a better show. I, I'm not, I am. I know Magic's better. Soldiers <laughs> are stupid. I think. I whatever. I think that but. they can all be you know good at the same time and bad at the same time for different reasons. But you, yeah, this absolutely. one was perplexing to me because again it was rushed and so it's kind of like going back and watching this video. I just re-experienced my frustration with the show in general and the pacing and all of that. But I still am left with like one of the most annoying things to me is, you know, you've got this uh, really important character arc of Sam becoming Captain America. Um, but then you have the old Captain America that is literally like wearing the other Captain America outfit. Then and You mean the fake Captain America? The fo- yeah, faux. Fo- yeah, Captain, like Captain, Captain, Lame Merrick. Captain Lame America, right? You've got. Yes. I like the stuff with John more than you guys did. Well, you've got him. Sure, I didn't sure. mind. I didn't mind his his story at all. I actually enjoy the. I don't know. I I I, I liked them both. I'm not saying that there was one that was better than the other. I'm just no, like I, I like them both, but I didn't understand how. So you've got him kind of just like walking away into the distance, and suddenly no one pays attention to him, which seems absolutely impossible that this person who murdered someone in front of the world and was stripped of their title but is still wearing the costume is just like walks through a media frenzy at the end and then goes and dyes his clothing dark and is like i look so different now this is that i don't know that was a really frustrating thing and maybe i'm reading into it too much it just seemed like it's at the very end, it's kind of like the rush of just fucking get it done. Let's just get it done and get on to the next thing. You oh, know? no, I think there's definitely some TV show time limit stuff going on there. And that's that's unfortunately something you're always going to have with a TV why show. Why would you go back? Think about this. He, Captain America leaves the fight. Then he Lame goes. America. Lame America. Thank you. He goes back to the courthouse to change outfits. What? And it's not. It's not like a big revelation. It's just why would you do that? Why would you go back to a courthouse mm. to change clothing? Why wouldn't she meet him someplace else and be like, "Hey, we've got this like new an costume." Applebee's. Right. Because they probably filmed all those scenes on the same but day, and they were at the courthouse. Dumb. I mean, that's it's probably a budget thing dumb. too. It's dumb. It was dumb. But I found the 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 John Walker so storyline is the most interesting in this series. And it's also the most frustrating in some ways. Um, I I'm a little confused as to what the show is trying to say about yes. it, but I yeah. think all they're doing is set, all they're doing is setting him up yep. for future. Of stuff. Yes. He's going to be agreed, whatever they're going to do. Right. Thunderbolts, whatever it's, he's going to be part of that. Right. And right. that's fine. I, yeah. I have no that's issue fine. with that, right. but, and there was also a lot of actual horrible cop stuff in the real world going on at the same time, that is not the show's fault. And I don't think the show is doing anything wrong. It's just telling its story, but it was also hard not to kind of have some icky feelings, especially when he just brutally kills that dude. And um, whether, you know, I don't know. Well, it it, just happens so quickly. It's hard to redeem something that quickly. Yeah. I think, yeah, it really is. And I but I don't but I also don't feel like anybody's given him like the okay at the end of that. No, I think he just it came in and helped them and they're letting him it help. It seems them. that it seems like quote unquote they, whoever they is, are letting everyone just do whatever they so want. You think Sam and Bucky should have Well, no, no. I don't think anyone was controlling him. What I'm saying is I think he just showed up. Right. Right. And, but but yeah, but where so, are the people uh, that are like, "No." 
But there's all this other stuff going on. So, I mean, I don't know how Sam and Bucky are going to stop He stopped to have a phone conversation. There. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're getting in the weeds a little bit. I don't know. We might as well get into the It was just a really frustrating finale for me. I do do think that that one of the things between the two that's interesting is with the with the end of WandaVision, it was it was a slower paced. There was more like emotional family drama, relationship ties, and these things are kind of coming. And there's like a big there's a big fight in the sky and things like this, but like it didn't seem as normal action sequence finale. And this had all of that. It had lots See, of stuff going on. I think you're remembering incorrectly. That finale of WandaVision is very no, you're right. action forward. No, you're it's right. I'm just thinking about yeah, no, it. Like it no, starts know, with the vision fighting and it, it like, I like yeah. I don't know. I like guys. a lot of things about both shows. Maybe we just I just shouldn't like do things anything about both anymore. Shows. You know. <laughs> All <laughs> right, you God. heard it here first. TV Sins is <laughs> well, canceled. I think, <laughs> I think the main thing is that, like, the thing that that doesn't really frustrate me, but I find, um, you know, I heard people saying about this. Like, I've heard a lot of people say, not a lot a of lot people, of but people. some people say, like, this this show didn't do anything for me. And like, I don't, I, I'm confused as to where we got to a point where a show that's just good is not enough. Like, right. I, it's not enough. That strikes me. <laughs> That strikes me as odd because, like, I, I, I'm down for a good show because most shows aren't even good. If it doesn't so... make me want to buy merch, I'm not interested. Okay. <laughs> Which is why I'm wearing... I, I don't know if you're kidding or being serious right I... now, but... <laughs> well, I'm wearing a Mandalorian shirt, so... That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, like, I just I just thought it was a good show, but it's like when you say that on social media, yeah. everybody's like, oh, you love... You, like, you want to marry it and get it pregnant. It's like, no, I just had a good time watching yeah. it and right. now I'm moving on to whatever the next thing no, is. No, it was yep. it you was know. it was fun. Um it was it was fun while it lasted. But it had a lot of problems. It did have a lot of problems. Of problems. It was very cynical, yeah. but it was interesting. And I think we've I think we've discussed a, a lot of the reasons why it had sure. problems. Sure. It was rushed. They had to change yeah. stuff at the last and second. Now, I mean, the fact that it's as good as it is is impressive. Yeah, it actually really really is. We should have we should have the people who own it on our show. I know they listen, you know, Disney. <laughs> Or whoever. Uh, Jonathan, since you didn't write on this, uh, why don't you get us into the sins? What were some of your favorites? Sure. Uh, I loved the rewinding the footage just so we could get a guess you won't be needing this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun. Uh, Fuck you, Frank. I'm an artist. I don't even remember what that was about, but (laughs) I wrote that down. (laughs) I think this is the the, second second appearance of Frank. And (laughs) Frank appears any, for me, this this is a me thing. Frank appears anytime there's a choice that's made in a show that is completely 100% aesthetic and has nothing to do with the practical nature of anything going on. And Frank is is the guy behind the scenes who's like, no, it doesn't matter that it doesn't make any sense. I'm an artist. My art must be displayed. And he just happens to be a, a dock worker in the Bronx or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. Uh, and I love the you know the footage in the show. It says, "Well, that's one down." And then, "How did you manage that?" And then the narrator just says, "Murder." <laughs> <laughs> uh, not punctuating your text was mm-hmm. very funny. And then I don't know if that was Siri or Google Voice or whatever, but that outtake was perfect. Which which is that's probably what would happen. <laughs> oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Where he's flying and he's trying to get the computer to like uh, get the call through mm-hmm. to the. And I, you guys said that scene, the whole helicopter scene, mm-hmm. which I, you was totally on point. But once again, that was a scene for how, however silly the circumstances were. I thought it was pulled off so well. 
Like I thought that scene was so exciting. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um, yeah, no, it was definitely kind of geeked. It out. was definitely Siri uh, that that I yeah, found okay. the the audio for for that one. Yeah, that was perfect. Yep. Uh, Danae, what about you? I hated it. Oh, oh, what? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you hated the video that you wrote on? <laughs> no, I liked um, getting to send the thermal footprints because it reminded me mm-hmm. of Mandalorian. Um, there was that scene when uh, the little salamander person was running through the ice caves in the episode with the spiders and like Mandalorian's like able to like follow them and that's bugged me to this day and so then to see it pop up over here I was like oh there it is again (laughs) so that was um one that that was fun uh saying that we could like avoid something but we don't want to like we could Mm -hmm. do this but we just don't want to uh I think self-referential humor like like that yeah, it's a way to kind of invite the audience into the fun of our channel being like a character rather mm-hmm. than it being we don't take ourselves too seriously. That's kind of a way for us to do that. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then with uh, Sharon uh, getting shot and Sam being so much more interested in Carly um, mm-hmm. rather than Sharon, I thought that was a, a interesting yeah. thing to send to. Yeah, it's like he knew she was a bad guy or that she was going to survive. You know, like, yeah, she was that. literally shot the same way and he doesn't even seem to care about her. I just it's weird yeah. how things are written sometimes when you really start to think about it. I agree. I agree. I love that one. I had that one written down. Uh, I also had the um, the part where uh, you, the narrator asked him to tell a secret that only the two of you would know, like the diameter of his left <laughs> testicle. Uh, thank you, Danae. You're welcome. Uh, You're appreciate welcome. that one. I like how you were doing some like uh, Sharon Bucky fanship in there. God, am I obsessed nice. with testicles? We had the Mastodon testicle mm-hmm. last week, and now there's you like are. the balls. I think, you're, I think I think it's just Jeez. you know it's just testicle envy. It's a normal thing. Yeah. There's all there's all I sorts mean, of psychologist books about it. I do have yeah. a lot of questions, so <laughs> I should probably go talk to someone of about that. All the parts <laughs> of the human male anatomy to be jealous of, the testicle is not one of them. <laughs> like, it's, like maybe she's not jealous. Maybe she just appreciates. Right, that's true. Right. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, I don't know why, but maybe the uh, the other one uh, was the the cranial jockstrap uh, sin. Oh my gosh. And you'll you'll yeah, never unsee weird. it. Uh, that was that was really great. Well, yeah, you are correct though. That is like that's an odd. Mm-hmm. What a fitting. weird decision <laughs> to just uh, leave the cranium exposed mm-hmm. for damage. Sure, sure. yeah. It's such uh, a weird choice. I don't know. It's the same, but black. And then the narrator saying, well, now you're just saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, I really love that one. And uh, then when the character says, you of all people bought into this BS. And the narr- uh, narrator says the comment section every time I remove a yeah. sin somehow makes it into the episode. That one and got some the, love in the comments. And then the other one I wanted to mention because I was so nervous about it. And it got a, it got a good response. And I was so happy. Was the sin removal that ends with that's cap. And the reason I was so nervous about it is because I don't, that's not lingo I've ever used. And I always get nervous Mm -hmm. when there's like slang or something that like isn't authentically part of me that I'm going to be like the Steve Buscemi gif where he's like, hey, cool kids, you know, like, um, because that's, that's slang my kids use. That's cap is just something they say to me and that's a lie, but it was just too perfect response to be able to be like, that's cap and also that's cap. Um, so yeah, it's, it's honestly one of my favorite sins I've ever written. And it's just, it's just because of that, how well it works into both of those, um, scenarios. That's, so. that's, 
as all the mixed messaging or strangely message mm-hmm. stuff this show seemed to be giving us, that was easily the 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 message that got through the best. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. just with mm-hmm. you know, we talked about that last week with the whole thing with Bucky realizing his how he was wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, you know, the guy from Alias telling the former soldier telling, you know, Cap about like there's you there, it's a win. It's a lose lose situation mm-hmm. if you uh, if you don't take if you don't become Captain America or if you do, you know, and uh, and then just Sam saying what he's saying there at the end. It all kind of comes in full circle. I will say it's kind of a weird uh, they kind of add a weird thing at the end, though, where Sam has just set up that whole exhibit um, mm-hmm. without asking dude first, like, like <laughs> that, that seemed really weird. Like, cause I thought that guy, a was kind of in hiding mm-hmm. and, uh, and really didn't want to be associated with any of it. So I, I don't know that, that came off strange. Maybe there's a version of that where it works, but yeah. the way it was edited together in this episode, I just thought all that was yep. weird and you guys send it. Yep. So agreed. All right, let's move on to Modok, uh, or as some people call it, Modok. Modok. Man, people were having a field day in the comments yeah. on that, too, and I'm like, good God, man, take a joke. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, there's a lot of positive stuff about it, too. People oh, no, no, no there it. was yeah. positive, but it was just, it was all over the place, but yeah. I'm just saying, and then some people started bringing that's, up the GIF gift thing. That's and... how you know it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there definitely was positive. Somebody said, uh, I think the top comment was like, you know, you guys doing this, or no, it was on maybe it was on patreon yeah. it was there was a comment about you guys doing the mispronunciation is like my favorite running yeah. gag which yeah there are a few comments great. that's all aaron yeah, this all aaron. show There's is interesting right okay I mean, so let's talk about oh, that Modoc? yeah, yeah like, let's talk about the show i have no idea we've all just watched the first episode none of right. us have watched more than the yes, first episode okay. no and i and i keep hearing that it gets better but like oh, really? i really i haven't heard that this. so I disliked this episode so much. I just don't know that I can continue. Like, I don't, well, I, that's a weird way to put it. It's just, it's not funny. Like, it just, I just didn't find it funny. I didn't laugh. I found it occasionally humorous, but, uh, but like, there's so many jokes that don't land. Yeah. So many. It, it's literally like someone just speed reading a joke book where you don't, mm-hmm. there's a story going on there. There's a storyline going on there, but I don't know. There's, it's so much. It's too so, much. No, no, you, you're right, and there's a reason. I think it's this one. I hope I'm not spoiling a joke from a future one, but I I think it's this one where I talk about that's kind of what we do too. But hopefully yeah. our percentage is a little higher than the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I phrase it in a way to make fun of ourselves because mm-hmm. like that yeah. is the style of humor we do. Just joke, 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 joke. You know, and hope to hit eighty, you know, seventy to eighty percent of them. Well, um, it's not just jokes. It's it's like. It's like um, sometimes we do point out things that are wrong, but it's in a clever sure, way. Sure, sure. Right. So it, it's it's sometimes just creative writing or um, like genuinely breaking something down and trying to figure out how to think about it. This this just seemed like witty dialogue, nonstop witty dialogue. It, mm, it, yeah. If there was a, someone in your life that everything that they ever said was said like anybody in the show, it would be very difficult to find depth with that person. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying we need to have depth in this show, but then to like throw in the whole divorce thing at the end, it's like, oh, we forgot to actually work on emotional stuff. Shit, let's just end with a divorce. You know, it's it's just <laughs> weird. It's weird. The pacing it of really it is weird. a little off. I didn't enjoy it's it. It's kind of like a, a mixed drink where it's too much alcohol. And then at the very end, it's like they remember to put in like a soda or something to kind of balance it out. And so you end on something that seems like 
a, a storyline that you could get it and then you're just drunk on confusion i don't <laughs> i think i i don't drink a lot that was not a great reference and i recognize that now but no no i know what you're saying though i know exactly what you're saying and also i will say i mean a strength of it is that it's a really good voice cast right sure. i mean it's Patton oswald and uh what's uh ben beck bennett Oh, Beck Bennett, yeah, but then the uh, the guy the guy who plays his kid oh, Schwartz. is his son. Ben Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah, yeah Ben Schwartz and um, uh, Melissa Fumero, I believe, mm-hmm. from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, plays his wife. I mean, it's a really nice uh, nice voice cast, um, and so I think you know if you're fans of them, I think there are things in here you might find funny because they are definitely oh, raising yeah, the material as much as they can. It's funny. There are there are funny yeah. things in it, but it's almost. If, if you have a meal that's just all sugar, it's hard to appreciate the good dessert. And so if it's just joke after joke after joke without, it's almost like I, I couldn't, I, I would laugh and then I'm processing the next woody thing so quickly. And it's just, it's such a fast paced show. It feels, it's almost, it feels like, very much watch like, it 0.75 yeah, speed maybe or, or something. Just yeah. give me a second to absorb the very first episode, the very first introduction to this universe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I assume the I assume the ongoing storyline is going to be, you know, he sold his company and it's him trying to still be Modoc while having to work for somebody else. And then also the family matters and stuff. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I just the first episode does not set it up in a way that I find all that interesting. And it feels very robot chicken ass, which makes sense because they're the people behind it. But like you almost kind of wonder what, you know, the robot chicken sketches, though, were very quick. So they get away with this more, right? Well, there um, is... I'll, that's what I'm thinking. There is a there is a good version of this. The, the Lord and Miller stuff is a good yeah. version of this. Lord and Miller, you know, yes. sense of humor is very joke, 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 but it, it works because they also understand character development a little, uh, at least in my opinion. There's more character development. You, you love the characters more. You're interested in what's going to happen. And the joke, 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 joke is like, oh, you can hit 60. They're also hitting a higher percentage, I think. You can hit 60 to 70% of those jokes, and it still feels really, really fun. Um, so, yeah, there is a good way to do this. I just don't know that this is it. This felt closer to something like Family Guy for me. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, this was uh, Jonathan and I writing on this one. This was Dicer Watkins. So, Danae, you get to start us off with um, some of the sins you enjoyed. Before I do that, I have to say one more thing, and it's going to sound negative because it is. I really don't like that it was shaky cam the whole time. Yeah, that's the an interesting choice. Uh, you are not a yeah, That's a weird somebody, choice. It, somebody commented about like that. They said- this, this co- It's like this fast-paced wit and humor and these fast-paced cuts from thing to thing, and the camera is moving constantly. It's like- it's just so much. I, I wanted to enjoy this because I really enjoy, I like, um, you know, unique animation styles and, and different ways of absorbing media. And it doesn't all have to be like a dramatic Marvel Universe thing. This can kind of be that fun little wink and nod. So but that one, I just I have to get that off my chest before going on. OK. You didn't soil your pantaloons? I did not. That was one of the ones I liked. Change your pantaloons, Marvel nerds. You have soiled them. That's okay. (laughs) I don't care. Um, I have a thanks I hated it note on my very first one that I'll mention, which is, of course, the vaginal uh, wrecking, womb wrecking sin. Yes, I mentioned the perineum. Thanks. I hated it. I hated that one. (laughs) Um, the what's your damage sin was a delight and the comments about that were also fun to yeah, read. Like, you can make fun of that when you bring it back. Yeah, so good. 
Um, and then the sin that I, I haven't seen the rest of the series, but I feel very comfortable calling this premature celebration. I just thought it was really clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. the confidence there, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun one to, to watch. Great uh, job. I like, I like the narrator, um, sending the, uh, Goldfinger reference by saying, if this show includes a scene with Modo, uh, Modok's nude body on a bed painted in gold, I'm taking all the sins back. Or adding them, I'll make up my mind once I see. I just love that the narrator was curious to see first before uh, he knew whether he would add her or uh, or not. Uh, let's see. I loved the uh, based on the box office. I'm pretty sure Spiral has the monopoly on saw sucking. Uh, that made me laugh. Uh, and then I just I had to mention the Stevensons uh, at the end, just sitting there staring at the the bottom of the wall. Um, oh and my just god. The, Blink, blink com- twice if you can in, hear me. In the comment section, my there's a, there were theories about the Stevensons in the comments, <laughs> so I took one of those. Oh, nice. good, because I didn't see those, and I was wondering if anybody jumped in on that because that was a like just to see what they were doing. They were like, yeah, they're both <laughs> just staring like at the bottom, just like like what are you like what is wrong with these people? Uh, love yeah, that. Yeah, I had and, that written down too. And I just have to give a shout out to the many people in the comments. Uh, who loved the portal outtake as much as I did uh, singing the the cake song uh, from the portal because when when that happens in in the show it's so very much like the computer in portal and and so it just made me think of that song so um, shout out to my fellow portal nerds yeah so uh, see I did not get that reference at all but oh you should if nothing I read did you ever play portal now. did you ever play portal oh here mm-hmm. we go it's a fun game it's a great game but <laughs> I've had you, this chat before. <laughs> Even if you've never played Portal, uh, go listen to that song. It's hilarious. It is it's one of by the f- cake. No, 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 no. It's not by cake. Uh, it's oh, about it's a cake. cake. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It's about okay. cake. Um, so sort of. But the idea is <laughs> that it's the AI is singing to um humans about, hey, it's gonna be all. O- it's all gonna be okay uh, if you survive. You know, like it's you yeah. know. So it's 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 really really funny. So I'd highly recommend that song. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, let's see. So, Danae, I think we we need to do no, no, no. We need to do Jonathan's. Jonathan, what did you? Oh, think? on Modoc, yeah. You, I mean, you guys had most of my stuff. I will say, Danae, in the um, in the comments, so somebody did actually ask us that or told us that we missed sending the uh, shaky cam. So, uh, yeah, that I just didn't even think about it. Uh, but but once mm-hmm. I somebody said it, I'm like, oh god, that was shaky cam the whole time. Yeah, all, um, all, all of it. I had a lot of the ones you guys mentioned. Uh, Modoc would kill it at serial sins, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, I just liked the Disney, also Disney. <laughs> like every time there was a yeah, because and it never actually said Disney, right? No, it just it was no. like Hulu and Marvel. No. Yeah, it was Marvel and then it, Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> I also enjoyed knocking boots. I thought that was a great when he said he was going to sleep with Iron Man's boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, was a, this was a really fun one. I really enjoyed uh, this one. It was a lot it of good was, stuff. Yeah, it in. wasn't Great hard to job. Excellent work. All right, let's move on to music video sins. DJ Khaled, I did DJ it. DJ Khaled. Sorry. I did it, guys. Guys, I did it. I did it. <laughs> uh, DJ Khaled uh, is apparently potty trained now, and he's running to his parents. I did it. I did it. Is that not what this song's about? I thought that's <laughs> yes. what this song was about. I don't know what this song's about, honestly. It's not. A, it's not it's, about I made. I made money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much that's Which it. Which we had that recently, Barrett sent that one, um, the Jay-Z and DJ Khaled, right? Wasn't DJ mm-hmm. Khaled part of that one too? And that was all just about how they had millions. <laughs> like, yeah. And this kind of felt like, uh, you know. Yeah. What say, did, even uh, though at the beginning, he's he's trying to say that he can't afford the director. Right, yeah. What did uh, Barrett have to say about this one? 
Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> oh, I, I read this. <laughs> That's this is part of what I do. Um, okay, as I mentioned in the video itself, I didn't even want to do the video. It's the same thing over and over with this guy. But the more I watched it, the more I was compelled to do it, which rarely happens. I will never know how this dude keeps getting top talent like Megan the Stallion and the baby to work with him, but I guess he's got something they like. Anyway, my favorite part about this video was Megan's butt. Speaking of butts, heavy metal is such... Oh, wait. We're waiting on that. <laughs> I'm not positive. I mean, Megan looks beautiful in this video, and um, yeah, that might be the, the most exciting thing about it. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it. Uh, let's talk about the sins, which uh, were <laughs> hilarious. Um, the I'm no expert, but I'm 99% sure this horse just got pregnant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I actually chuckled out loud at that one. Uh, and would then you I, wear, hey, but did they answer the question? Would it be comfortable to ride a horse in a thong? Um, <laughs> technically, after you wear a thong for a certain amount of hours, you just go numb. So probably it'd okay. be fine. I, there you we'll go. See, I, so that's Barrett's not wrong. an official he, answer. He <laughs> that is. <laughs> I, I actually, in my mind, I'm like, have I ridden a horse with a thong on? And I think the answer is yes, actually. And I'm fine. But you had you had pants on too, though. No, no, oh, no. It was okay. a very okay. specific type of equestrian training. <laughs> it was the Megan Thee Stallion equestrian yeah. school. Yeah, yes. yeah, a Megan yes. Thee Stallion equestrian school of thonging things. <laughs> Fonging <laughs> things. Uh, all right. Um, I also really like the uh, Princess Bride outtake uh, in this one. Made me laugh uh, a that lot. That was hilarious. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, what about you, Danae? Oh, I, I didn't watch it. Okay, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, assuming assuming a director of a project is also the editor, <laughs> I thought was yeah. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably even actually true because I don't know, man. I just, I mean, I, I hope DJ Khaled's not. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say anymore. I just, I don't have high opinions of the man. That's all I'll say. Uh, I don't care how much you eyeball fuck me, Kay. I'm never gonna believe that statement. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the statement was, "We make the we make the best music." I believe was the statement. Uh, and fixing the sin counter. Did you mention that, Aaron? And I missed it. No, no, I didn't. I didn't mention that part. No. You should you should check it out, Danae, because I think this part of it you'll really like. Um, but there's this whole thing where the sin counter breaks after he says the I'm DJ Khaled thing. And then you start hearing like the narrator's like, I'm gonna go repair it. And you hear like uh like tinkering and stuff, and then you hear like a car engine revving up and like all this stuff, and then finally it fixes. And Man, it's just, it it's, sounds yeah. like I should have watched it. <laughs> And the editors do <laughs> editors do a really good job with it and everything. It's kind of one of those things. It was just it was a lot of fun. I'll watch it. Um yeah. And then um I had to I have to mention uh she could use some work on the form and follow through, but I'm confident she could still get a roster spot on this year's Cardinals team. Uh so I would also like you to have Justin watch it. Uh I think that was very funny. <laughs> Let's move on to Cinema Sins. We will start with heavy metal. Uh this was an Atkinson share script. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Barrett it's, writing on this one. It's your one way ticket to midnight. Call it heavy uh, metal. Continue, Danae. By Sammy Hagar. Continue with your thoughts on heavy metal. So it another moment in reviewing history for me this has happened multiple times so i guess if anyone's making a list this will go on that list where i'm watching okay. the video okay. 
and I'm like paying attention and I'm I'm figuring it out, I think. And then it's I I all sense of time and space is gone. I don't wonder what the fuck is happening. I don't know what I'm watching. I'm confused. And then the end of the video comes and I'm like, well, that was 17 minutes of my life and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I didn't make any notes because I'm just like, just blank stare at my screen. Hey, the 80s were weird, man. I mean, drugs were involved heavily. And, and I didn't realize that it was like these little... Yet I didn't know that. Yeah. So suddenly I'm looking at like cleft jaw chin man, and I'm thinking, how is this related to what we just saw? You know, and I can't mm -hmm. figure that out. And I think that the the tie to it all is is the evil gumball. But mm -hmm. yep, it was just hard to understand the evil gumball. Yes, that is that is definitely the. How would it look? It's for sure a sour gumball. For sure. <laughs> like, if you put that thing in your mouth, it's for sure just that explosion where your tongue starts to just secrete juices in a painful way or like mm. not whatever is under your is is what's under your tongue part of your tongue. <laughs> you know, like the, I don't know. Uh, Are you talking uh, about the saliva glands? Yeah. Is the that uvula? part of your is tongue? That the uvula? No, the uvula is in the back, like way back. Yeah, okay. It's okay, a little hangy, right, it's a right. little hangy ball down thing, but like Right. You the, know how like you lift tongue. up your tongue and then yeah. there, and that's where you just have those things. And when you have something sour, it just starts launching saliva out in a painful way to counteract yes. the darkness that you have just put into your mouth. The evil sourness mm -hmm. is yeah. that part of your tongue is my question. Uh, it is a separate gland uh, attached to the tongue, I believe. So um, it's not part of the tongue. I, I don't I don't believe I mean, it it's depends tongue on how adjacent, you define the tongue. but not tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's part of the tongue. It's just yeah. not the muscular part of the tongue. Someone it's says like frenulum. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, the frenulum. The frenulum. Sure. The sure. The frenulum. Why not? Why I don't not? Know. Uh, somewhere between college and now, I watched heavy metal. Um, <laughs> and wow. I, now I that shot. Okay. Okay. Well, no I, one's I, judging I'm you. Sure I, I'm sure I did it for the same reasons <laughs> that many members of the male species have watched it. It was like, oh, a cartoon with nudity in it. You know, well, that you're an animation fan. This I, is a different. I am. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm just a Pixar fan who got confused and uh, <laughs> <laughs> picked up heavy metal. Um, I I remember thinking then uh, it, just how terrible. It's just a terrible excuse to draw naked women. That that's what it seemed like to me. Was just like there were some people that wanted to draw, you know, didn't think there was enough nudity in animation and wanted to make a movie. Um, I'm really curious, Jonathan, your kind of view, you know, like your experience with I, this movie. Uh, I think I saw like I remember it. I remember when it was out. I was very young when it came out because it was like 81. So I was like five years old. So I did, obviously didn't see it then. But I, it would be like on cable and stuff. And I would catch bits and pieces of it. I think uh, I had a roommate in college who was a big fan of it, but I never watched it like all the way through. So I watched it yesterday. Oh, okay. Before I watched the video, and um, yeah, no, it's not good. Um, I, <laughs> no, it's I, I like the music, I, which oddly enough is not heavy metal music. That's interesting to me that there's like no heavy metal right. in the entire in the entire movie, which is fine. But I mean, it's like barely even hard rock. It's like Journey mm -hmm. and Sammy Hagar, uh, you know, which I just sang a little bit of. Um, so I like the music. I like the animation kind of like it's it's just different. So that's fun. It's kind of like I actually thought Ralph Bashke did this movie for the longest time. He oh, did not. But but it kind of reminds me of of his stuff. I think it was uh, 
I believe, if I remember correctly, there was a heavy metal magazine at the time, and that's where this kind of stemmed from. But I could be wrong about that. But it doesn't matter. It's just, yeah, it's boobs and... Yeah. It, uh, it Like, sex with robots. I got to tell you, like... I don't really want to see animated sex, but like if we're going to show animated sex, I want to know how the hell she had sex with that John Candy robot. <laughs> it was the wrench. Uh, didn't you see the wrench? That's that's oh how you God. do it. Suddenly I'm having flashbacks to Ted. <laughs> like It was kind of like that yeah, though. Like what is it? And then you turn it and wasn't he's even like holding like a it cucumber wasn't even like, or whatever. Um, it wasn't even like a humanoid robot. It was like a like a short circuit, like Johnny Five or something, like right. Johnny Five, like boning somebody. Like it was just what? I guess it was the wrench, though. You're right. Yeah, it has to be the wrench. It's always the wrench. Um, yeah, I I I think there is what Danae? Danae, did you have something you wanted to say? <laughs> nope. I'm <laughs> okay. just gonna let that roll. You're We're welcome. Just gonna move on. Gonna... Um, I do feel like with this movie, uh, if you research it. You, you see like how like they, there are stories of they couldn't finish certain sections so they like just went to like local colleges animation programs and were and just like had the students like finish sections of this movie like it was just one of those things where they just had to get this thing for whatever reason you know out there I feel like the better version of this is um, love death and robots on Netflix which is willing to explore all these different avenues of animation. It's an anthology of, you know, vignettes. I've talked about it on the show before, I think. And it's also more adult and more willing to go into adult places. But it also is, like, more experimental and cooler and does it for a reason. You know, it's just, I don't know. There's just, that's the version of this that I think could be cool to, like, experiment with animation and different things that animation can do. Um, But this was not that. This was just, you know... This was, like you said, lots of drugs and yeah. you know, a very male mindset of what, yeah, what they wanted to see me. animated. I mean, this this movie has like diehard fans and stuff. I mean, it's got a fan base and I think it goes beyond the fact that there's nude animated women. But I just it definitely didn't hit me in any way that was interesting. What uh, do you know what like a fan of this aside from the sexuality and the nudity would would say that they love about it like if you've heard people that love this for more than that like what is it i mean they i say? would guess like you know just the music uh the, the the maybe the animation just the aesthetic of it you know just the i don't know i i mean i honestly don't know no i, I haven't had like an in-depth conversation okay. with anyone. all right because i haven't really curious, seen the movie I don't until see yesterday yeah. yeah i don't either but i don't but i mean that's a lot of movies right i mean yeah you know no, i'm no, sure right. there's people sure. that love woman in the window i don't know yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a human that could no, watch that movie. Like, I mean, <laughs> but I know what you're saying because some of it I can at least like, like, like. There's like I see a lot more people now talking about how they love Batman and Robin, and I and what you find out is if you look more into that, they, those were people that were kids, or right? They were younger Nostalgia. when Batman and Robin came out, that was their Batman, so on and so forth. You know, I mean, I people get that. are looking for different things too. You know, like yeah. I mean, it so, happens. But I, I but it. I have a hard time. I mean, I guess there probably were kids that watched heavy metal, but I don't know that that's really a nostalgic thing. So I so yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, let's see. Um, did uh, Chris or Barrett have uh, stuff to say about this one? Let's hear what yeah, they had to say. They did. I'll just continue with Barrett's butt rant. Speaking of butts, heavy metal is <laughs> such an adolescent fantasy of a kid drawing boobs and butts in the spare pages of his trapper keeper. There's a. I loose... mean, boobs are just butts with nipples. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. 
Especially for one drawing. One south and two are north. <laughs> <laughs> for those playing bingo, that's an outtake reference, yes, most that's likely. A Jonathan mentions the outtakes. Uh, um, mark it on your bingo card. There's a loose thread about this evil being called the Lochnar that's presumably present in all of the vignettes, but none of them make sense. If someone were to ask you what movies were like in 1981, 1981, this is the movie you should show that person. I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, I don't at all. Don't ever show a person this movie. Uh, drugs, sex, boobs, and butts. Not to say that I don't like the movie, though. Uh, Chris says, heavy metal is a teenage boy's ultimate fantasy, saving women with large breasts who will have sex with them on the spot. It's an anthology movie telling various stories about a green jewel called the Lochnar and all the havoc it creates everywhere it goes. Only some of the stories don't really involve the Lochnar at all. And the story, the last story he tells somehow ends in his death across space and time. This movie is the all-time test to, quote, can I pleasure myself to a cartoon? (laughs) 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 The answer, of course, is yes. I mean, no. Uh, It's amazing this movie was ever made. It came out in 81 and, of course, is a hard R-rated movie, but it's clearly made for 13 to Mm 15-year-olds. I think my favorite thing to pick up on was the first story set in New York. The Loch tells stories about how it corrupts people, but instead of telling the story from the woman's perspective, it tells it from the cab drivers, even though the woman is the one who possesses the Loch Also, these stories of sex and violence are being told to a 13-year-old girl the whole time. It's super fun stuff to watch when you're not old enough to watch it. There you go. Uh, Let's get into the video itself. Um, Today, we're going to start with you. Okay. What are some of your sins? I'm just kidding. Um, Okay. Again, please remember, I was watching it. And then I lost my fucking brain. So I only have one thing to talk about, (laughs) even though there's a lot that you guys could talk about. Um, Oh, I have two. One was the I am the sum of all evil, Jeff Bezos. I thought that was funny. But then also Mm -hmm. the the sin about the sandwich just being present on the table. I don't know why that cracked me up so much, um, but something about it's ready to get mayonnaise was was funny to me. And so I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. The Jeff Bezos one, uh, if you've watched Bill Burnham's recent special Inside, mm-hmm. he has this uh, song that he does every once in a while where it's the funniest thing to me. The whole song is just like, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> and then he's and he's like encouraging him. He's like, you did it. Like, <laughs> it's like the richest man in the world. And it's like the DJ like, Khaled video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Jeffrey Bezos. Anyways, watch that special, by the way. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got? Uh, I like the seriously no hi dad or even a welcoming peck on the cheek. I guess I should say this in as always as kids. I mm-hmm. 100% felt that one uh, as a parent. <laughs> yes, uh, I have felt that as well. Yeah, walk it in. What'd you get me? <laughs> it's like a, the first question. Yeah. Like, make you feel great. Yeah. I got to work on that. I do that. I mean, I'm, I, when Justin came home yesterday, I hadn't seen him like most of the day. And I was like, did you bring food? <laughs> He's like, it's good to see you too, babe. <laughs> I got I to work on that. Uh, I've never hookered before, but this price seems both too high and too low for me, depending on the interpretation of the it's ad. Great sin. It's I did a enjoy great that. sin. Uh, and then uh, I was one thing they made a joke about John Candy voicing the Adonis, and I'm like, why can't John Candy voice the <laughs> That's Adonis? Right. What is that about? <laughs> I mean, I guess I get it because he played more like you know nerdier characters and stuff. Well, at that and point, I will but... say, I will say that joke is not about John Candy's appearance. No, it's not. It's, it's about not his at all. voice. 
His yes. voice is very comedic in that way. So, yeah, just to clarify. Yeah, voice and the types of characters he played. Right. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I was just but it was just kind of funny to me. Uh the the dialogue in the movie has come and then the narrator immediately says, "Dude, I think she was about to." Uh, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Den's story is like a sadder and hornier version of big was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of great comparisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite of those, uh, was that your final one? Well, I, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Okay. My favorite of the comparisons was, was this movie made from a series of penthouse letters written by George R.R. R. Martin? think <laughs> that is so perfect for this movie. Uh, let's see. What else did I have? Um, it's important that Hollywood sit down and have a good conversation about how to exaggerate the number of Jaws sequels. Uh, I thought was very, very funny. Um, I loved the observation that they, for whatever reason, when they kill the woman with the heat ray, they just take a few seconds to show her naked body there again for a second, yeah. even though they didn't yeah. do that earlier with the man. Hmm. I wonder why that hmm. is. Uh, I have so- no idea. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain it to us? We're confused. <laughs> I'm well, glad you brought up that sin because that was the one that I earmarked as, what does this mean? I don't understand. I don't understand. 1981, boobs are okay, penis not okay. Well, there's penis in this movie as well. That's Uh, true. So, movie asks the question, do you want to see animated boobs and butts and casually animated penisery? And answer is, yeah, we do. We've got naked George Jetson posters at our house, too. (laughs) I was just like, what is that? Uh, uh, And then the... um, the sin about movie seriously tries to pass off a government official being concerned about its constituents and just the laughter. Very, made, me, <laughs> made me very laugh. I also like the back-to-back Simpsons outtakes. I thought those were... Oh, the, yeah. The, always good. The, whoa, that's a good squishy in the goggles. They do nothing. It's great stuff. <laughs> Chris's, Chris's Simpson knowledge, which I'm sure, Aaron, you've got a lot of Simpson knowledge, Not, too. But Chris, yeah. Chris just pulls those lines out and knows the episode. And I'm just like, yeah. I just I don't know how you do he, that. He has a Rolodex brain. I don't have oh, a Rolodex brain for that stuff. Like, my... Yeah, my brain is more of like it's all in there, and then it just comes out, and I'm like, oh, where did that come from? But like, obviously, Chris God, that's is very so aware. much better than mine. Mine is like going to Google with like blue side <laughs> with the turkey cheese. <laughs> oh, it's that movie! Like, it's yeah, so dumb. Yeah. My brain is dumb. Uh, let's move on to Judge Dredd. This was a Scott Watkins script. Jeremy Scott and Kins. Uh, Scott Kins. Jeremy and Jonathan uh, working on this one. Jonami. You guys have great we combos. Jonami Jonami Scottkins is yeah. a great name. Jonami Scottkins. <laughs> Which is probably why we did this one, but we we did uh, the dread the when we covered the dread film, the more recent mm-hmm. dread film. That yeah. was also me and Jeremy. So, uh, Danae, I'm assuming you have no familiarity with this movie. Uh, what are we talking about? I don't know the the original Judge Dread movie. I just kidding. Um, so I do remember. I don't know how, but I do remember the shoulder pieces somewhere in my mind. Oh, in the recesses of your brain. Somewhere in my mind, I'm like those look familiar to me. But Blue, I don't remember turkey, anything else cheese. about it. Cheese, shoulder. <laughs> so th- I loved finding out that Versace did costume design in this that movie. Though, because, and, and, yeah, and, 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 and apparently, so good. yeah, they did. She, uh, Versace has done it for other movies too. I, I didn't realize that at the time, but I still just thought it was, you know, Stallone reached out to Versace as well. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've seen this movie, but maybe it was on somewhere bec- because I had I. 
I had the thing where I'm like, I've had these thoughts yeah. before. I have thought about the ridiculous size of whatever is happening on these shoulders before. Mm. So yeah. that's all I remember, though. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I had some variations on uh, sends about those shoulder pads. It's they, a lot. They were pretty. They were pretty, or shoulder ornaments, it's or whatever. They were pretty nutty. Yeah, now, you should watch the movie. I think. I think you'd love it. So you should check it out. Jonathan, are you bullshitting me right now? I am definitely bullshitting you. <laughs> What did uh, what did Jeremy have to say about it? Um, he said Judge Dredd is like a dog that you house train, but then two weeks later he started shitting on the kitchen floor again. Not because he forgot his training, but because he just quit caring. <laughs> hey, we talked about this. This is potty training. And, and so you dragged his ass by the collar over to the floor shit, and stuck his nose in it, and then yelled no. <laughs> Jeremy's not a dog person, if you can't tell. And then yelled, no, over and over, not realizing you were only confirming to him. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <clears throat> confirming to him that he had just successfully trolled you. So you move forward thinking you've taught the dog a lesson, but then it just shits on the floor again in a few days because the actual lesson it learned was if you do X, you can get the human to do Y. And the dog really enjoys when the human does Y. So the cycle repeats itself a few times until the human realizes new methods are needed. And instead of shoving the dog's face into the feces, the human just leaves the feces on the floor, <laughs> hoping that it will somehow soon become as much of a nuisance to the dog as it is to the human. Of course, the dog doesn't care and even takes naps next to the poop <laughs> and even starts a little collection of a collection pile of poops the human seems to like because the human keeps them instead of discarding them. So the human, at wit's end, gives the dog to the shelter, saying it cannot be house trained. But the dog quickly escapes the facility and then begins a ninja assault on the previous owner's land and home. Surreptitious, surrep, what is that word? Surreptitiously. Surreptitiously, leaving poops in obvious places every other night or so until finally the human paints himself in all red, screams something carnal, and then burns down the entire property before running away naked. And the dog turns to the neighbors and says, you need a dog? And the neighbor is all, you speak English? That is Judge Dredd in a nutshell. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> there are like paid, like critics got paid to write reviews of this movie that didn't think that much through. I listen, I have to tell you, oh Jeremy does not realize how much he has made for Letterboxd. Like he, Oof. like his, yeah. like I, I kind of want to create a Jeremy Letterboxd account. And then just cut and paste his behind the sins <laughs> reviews as reviews on that account. I may I may do that this week. I, like it's just like it's it, it would just he would just own that site. That sounded um, like a this like kind a of stuff. like a really good sec segment for the heavy metal movie. That <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Except uh, there'd be someone with boobs. There, there is actually a uh, segment of Love, Death, and Robots that deals with cleaning up uh, dog feces. So, um, wow. so there you I'm go. I'm never watching that. Thanks for letting me know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, some, some people in the chat are saying I'd pay to follow a Jeremy Letterbox account. So, uh, so I will make that happen. Uh, I will take your money and I will, <laughs> I will create it for you. Uh, yeah, this movie is. 
all all the crazy. Uh, what a week for crazy movies. Have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had I had I, taken the time for this one. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I saw it in the theater in '95, and then uh, I've never watched it again. And and I mean, it's just like I don't. It's not good. There's nothing good about it. But it it's I don't I, I don't know. It didn't offend me the way it offended Jeremy. It's really one of those movies where it's just a mess. And mm-hmm. if you look into uh, the making of it and stuff, which of course I did, the script. Uh, it was just, it was a crazy or, ordeal. Like, you know, Stallone, uh, like a lot of the movies around this time, Stallone really put his fingers in there and was trying to change stuff. I mean, there's this whole thing about, I guess I can talk about this more in Keeping Tabs, but there's this whole thing about where um, Stallone thought it was an action comedy and the director was trying to make more something along the lines of like uh, Verhoeven, like Robocop or something. And then, and then uh, at one point, um, Stallone took it over and tried to make it a PG-13 cut, but he couldn't trim it down enough. And it was also, it kept getting an NC-17 rating. And so they had to trim a lot just to get an R. And then Stallone went in trying to get it to a PG-13. They couldn't get it to a PG-13, but they still let that stuff cut out. So it's just, it's an absolute mess. Like just, you can tell too many people had their fingers in it, but, yeah. um, and it's just, I don't, it's just, it's not good. It's just not good. It's, it's, um, it's, it's not good. I don't know what else to say about it, it's just bad. <laughs> but it's not like offensively bad. It's just bad. It's just not a good move. Yeah. Can yeah. I just, can I just say something really quickly? I mean, I feel like maybe I should understand what this movie is about after reading Jeremy's review, but I'm still confused. <laughs> you so you basically um i don't know i don't know how much we talked about this when we talked about the 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 more recent dread movie which is more just a straight up like action film this is an action film but it deals a lot like as we point out in the sins there's like you know uh meetings and <laughs> stuff like that going on that was the rage was one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, that, parts that was that so was fun. jeremy yeah uh, yeah, Jeremy did not like the meetings that people were having in this movie. No, but it's um, it's just the way society has become. We're like in this, it's like a police state and there's these judges and they can like sentence you immediately. You don't have to go to, you don't get a trial. You just get sentenced, you know, on site. And there's a, there's like different types of judges. And so like the chief judges or whatever have their own little council. And one of them has uh, has gone bad, right. I guess, wants to change things. And so, yeah, so it's just like one of those like political upheaval, like, like political overthrow plot, sci-fi. Yeah, it's a lot of things. None of them are good, Aww. but it's a lot of things. The, the Rob, s- It's a Rob Schneider comedy at times. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was unexpected. Just, I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, what's going on? Well, he's yep. a demolition man, but he has a much smaller role. And I feel like Stallone was just like, hey, we work really well together in that one scene. Probably. <laughs> Let's do all the movie together. That's yeah, how that's how it happens. Um, I can kick us off with the singe, uh, but saying something isn't as bad as Attack of the Clones is not a compliment. Uh, love that. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The guy in the movie says, judge this lawgiver man. And then the sin is just (laughs) terrible insults. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Everyone in this movie is above this movie. Rob Schneider is above this movie and he made (laughs) Animal. Uh, Really enjoyed that. Uh, Just the casual nature of, yeah, this is Super Mario Brothers. Um, 
really made me laugh. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, Jeremy wrote that. That was so funny. Uh, let's see. Um, the this is reckless wreckage wreaking a feckless peck age seeking checklist heck age. Uh, loved that. Uh, just for the fun of it, even though I'm not sure any of it makes sense. Um, let's see. A CGI terminal and a scan quad. Who could possibly have the resources for both these totally real equipments? Um, <laughs> loved that. Uh, the McGruber, the McGruber shout out with Magruder. Oh, um, I was so happy he agreed beautiful. to do that. Yeah, because she just says Magruder, and it was just like Magruder. Uh, the torrent uh, sin where I can't even download a torrent in eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good. I don't. Hey, what's a torrent? I don't know. You know what? That is one of those like Denade makes jokes about she'll work with one of the A team and then just be like, I'm going to quit. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. was one where Jeremy, when I was reading the combine and I saw that sin that Jeremy wrote, and I'm like, I'm I'm unworthy to be involved. <laughs> it's, in this it's hard. Script. It's difficult. I'm over here like writing like Magruder and like <laughs> jokes about the no, band new what? order that nobody gets and you know uh today were some of uh the ones that you pulled out uh i really enjoyed the college girlfriend joke um mm-hmm. i just recommend it's in the first part of the the it's very similar to the torrent joke yeah it's kind of one of those like yeah. self-realization things yeah that was, narrator the, uh, that denying was another what he's already said yeah where mm-hmm. i thought i should quit immediately when i read that <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, I did the adding 350 sins and then the super <laughs> anger. This movie sucks balls. Adding 2,000 sins. Uh, moments like that, you know, they just sing to and me. just like picture Jeremy was watching this movie just slamming his hands I know. on the desk and like throwing it. stuff. You can feel it. There's a, there, there are some uh, narration deliveries where I don't even have to know that Jeremy wrote on it to know that Jeremy had like watched it. Um, because of how he delivers some of the the sins. And this was one where I was watching it and didn't realize that he wrote on it. And as he was delivering the sheer just anger, I just knew he actually had to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he watches everything. We have to watch everything, guys. 100% all the way through multiple times. Just letting you know. And the happy birthday outtake. I loved it. There you go. Because oh. it reminded me yeah, of our show. Perfect. And it was like, oh, happy yeah, that was birthday. Perfect. Jonathan, what else did you want to mention? Uh, Well, the the new order joke. I guess I'll mention that. That was the, uh, you'll have your new order. And then the narrator says, awesome. Hope it happens on a blue Monday. Uh, I was glad I got the Blue Monday reference in there. Uh, and speaking of Jeremy's deliveries, I like that everything is happening very quickly right now. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Um, uh, more, more Star Wars. Maybe it's not pandering. Maybe it's just taking. Mm-hmm. And then I loved, loved the, honestly, the spandex isn't so bad from this angle because it's Stallone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and he's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. Stallone made the spandex work, which is hard, which is, which is not easy to do. Uh, but <laughs> I guess safe. most you people probably think we're talking about like experience. I'm assuming. Uh, I, I know for certain spandex does not look good on me. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm aware there of how I look in spandex. 90s. <laughs> I thought that was workout gear. And I never wore it again. There you go. Yeah. You go. Uh, but yeah, no, I just thought that was a, I thought that was a great thing. Oh, and then uh, the cure, uh, the cure wrote a song for this movie that just shocked the hell out of me when that cure song started. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe that's an older song. And then I come to find out, no, they wrote a song for this movie. I'm like, what? Yeah. So that's where my, what the fuck, Robert Smith, that was an actual reaction I had while uh, nice. watching. That's my wife's favorite band of all time. I even texted her. I was like, did you remember the Cure wrote a song for Judge Dredd? She's like, yeah, kind of. 
Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned you wore spandex. I just want to remind you the web, the uh, email address, Pixar It Didn't Happen at CinemaSense.com, yeah. does actually I, I exist. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I don't have these pictures. This kills me every time on like Twitter or something where uh-huh. it's like, show a picture of you at 10. <laughs> who, where, who has pictures of them at 10 on their phone? Like, uh, that's insane. I, 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 I do. <laughs> yeah, but you're... I'm just narcissistic enough to have all that the, stuff yeah, on my phone. No, you spent the time to actually like go through family right. photos and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and get them all scanned and then oh, upload yeah. them to the cloud. Not everybody yeah. does that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, let's move on to keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. feels when we're um, okay we're gonna try this i just wanted to tell you about the survey again which is at cinemasense.com slash bts so go fill it out the internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Uh, let's see who wants to go first. I think, uh, I think Jonathan does. Jonathan, go for it. What do you got? I'm sorry, what are we on? Keeping tabs? Keeping tabs. <laughs> uh, no, I just, uh, I judged red. Um, the, the one thing I, because I couldn't remember exactly what it was, the, but in this movie, in this version of Judge Dredd, Stallone ta- removes his helmet. All the judges remove their helmets. Uh, they're not supposed to do that because nobody's supposed to know who they are, right? It's like the Mandalorian. So, uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so that's like, like, that's kind of like the big thing. I remember when the movie came out, 
people that were Judge Dredd fans, which I never read the comic, so I don't know much about it, but uh, people that were into Judge Dredd were pissed off that Stallone was taking the helmet off. I remembered in my mind that it was something Stallone wanted to do. Like he was like, I'm not doing this if I can't, people can't see my beautiful face, mm-hmm. uh, my chiseled jawline, and my blue eyes. But um, I couldn't find anything. Uh, I couldn't find anything that, that back that up. So, so it's also, there's also a plot line um, involving the fact that they're clones and that that's why they have the same eyes as Max von Sydow. It's him and uh, the bad guy, which is Armand DeSante. And so I thought maybe that was the reason too. I don't know. So I couldn't find that. So, but I did want to have a sin in there because I felt like we needed to have something referencing that. Cause at the time, at least that was a big deal. So then I put the sin in about, you know, I don't know why they did this, but you know, uh, that's like the biggest character trait of this character. So like, that's like the one thing, like if you're going to do an adaptation, why wouldn't you leave that as is? Um, but they didn't. So we send that. It was interesting though. We got a lot of comments along the lines of, um, or not a lot, but some along the lines of, well, you guys say the books don't matter. Um, I think this is very different than that because this isn't just like they left out a scene or something. This is like something that kind of defines the character. But also, yeah. if we had not send that, then we just would have had a bunch of comments like, "How do you not send the fact that he didn't that he took his helmet off?" You know, it's like you can't you can't win. But no, no, no. Well, they can't win either, and that's that's yeah. the thing. Like the the if Guys, you look at this isn't about winning. This is about watching something. So if you go if you go to anytime somebody says something like, "I thought you said the books don't matter," the very yeah. first comment that is going to be on that is usually, "Except when they do." Except and because that's that's do, guys. it's because you know whichever gets us to, none of it matters <laughs> so whatever gets us to the best joke or the best observation yeah. that's where you know we're not we are not doing math here <laughs> we, yeah exactly <laughs> and like i said that was just one of those that was one thing about the movie that i remembered so well like that was such a like such a, a thing that people had a problem with that like i just didn't know how we could we we had to mention it, you know, sure, in of course, some way. Of course, of course, we and did. I couldn't back up my 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 memories of like it was Stallone because I would have definitely just send him being like vain or something, but yeah. I couldn't find that where he said that. But uh, but anyways, anyway, and then like I said, there was some stuff. Just the background of this movie being made is pretty interesting. Like uh, I I think like the shoot and everything was fine. Like I don't think people weren't getting along, but it was just a lot of tinkering behind the scenes. The ratings board was coming down on them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that 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 shows a lot of the mess. Like, they cut a scene that shows how the building... Like, they, they, they don't even show the explosion that happens. It's just all of a sudden, the building's on fire. Uh, yeah. We send that, too. And yeah. it's just, like, stuff like that. It's just so weird. They just... The stuff they cut out, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's not like the movie's not gory. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't know what they cut that got them away from an NC-17, because there is some violent, violent stuff in this movie. Yeah. That's true. Um, but, uh, true. Especially for just like a summer, you know, blockbuster or whatever. But but anyhow, uh, yeah, that was what research I did. I will go next um, and very quickly just say uh, in the Modoc video, uh, we have the <laughs> uh, the Gabby Douglas instead of Simone Biles uh, sin. Um, researching Simone Biles is fascinating because she is absolutely she just won nationals I think which is not a surprise and then no, my they, daughter my daughter is a huge fan huge fan so any if you are the kind of person that likes watching the great you know the goats like when they exist like when Michael Jordan was playing basketball or when Tiger mm-hmm. Woods was golfing or whatever 
Simone Biles is at that level. She she is gymnastics yeah. goat, and like I, it's the things she's doing. Um, I highly recommend Danae, even if you want to for our members later do some Simone Biles videos. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely something you could do because they they are they incredible. Say they are insane yeah. what she does. Simone she, Biles is to her uh, activities as Danae is to radio is what they say. Holy <laughs> abs of steel. Sorry. Um, well, you found a picture of Simone? Is that why you're going abs of steel? Oh, no. I was just looking at this picture of myself from earlier okay, today. Okay. Um, the, uh, but it is true. She has four different moves that are literally named after her because she's mm -hmm. the only one that can do them. Um, Interesting. So also, she has four separate lines dividing her abs <laughs> and she is 24 <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean, anyhow some yeah. people are just designed by like heaven mm -hmm. no I've she's, seen she's her, insane i've seen her on social media before people like sharing videos and stuff so yeah we'll yeah. watch some fun stuff so anyways i did i did uh did that research for that um and uh and wanted to mention that today what do you got Oh, well, right now I'm looking at Simone. What am I supposed to be doing? You're supposed to be telling us about something that uh, you're, you're oh. process you were process of sin writing. On. You're you were keeping tabs on. Yeah. Um, you, were, you had a tab open. Oh, then you yeah. want to tell us about tabbing. it. I'll tabulate my tables. Uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of research for Falcon um, that I remember <laughs> doing. I didn't like, usually I'll make a note if it's terribly interesting. Mm -hmm. And I didn't right. do that. So I just went through and I did, uh, I, I had a sin that was cut. There's this moment when Bucky rides forward on his motorcycle and then kind of like launches himself forward over a barrier into the bad yeah. guys to kind of mm -hmm. kick off this fight scene or whatever. And my sin was, don't you just love it when your killer instincts tell you to stand there and wait for your enemy to spear you to the ground at motorcycle speed? And I just thought that was well-written and I'm still bitter that it was cut. <laughs> so... It is. It's great. This, I'm glad you have this. I'm glad you have this opportunity yeah, every, to have this moment to. It's funny. Every now and then, I, I'll have a I, I'll have a sin that Danae writes that I'll be combining, and we'll have like I'll be like I, I I'm trying to understand this or whatever, and she'll be like she'll always say you can cut it, but I'm going to talk about it on BTS. I do. So then I, I warn I him. I warn, and then you know what I do is I forget about it. <laughs> you can cut it if you want to, but I need a place to rage. <laughs> um, no, actually, I just had to look through it before the show started to remember if I had anything. I really, that's, it, it is a good point, though. Um, I, it, it's a reminder that we always have to cut fun stuff from our. No, we do. Like, we, do there, we, we have a lot of stuff that just never makes it to the end. Hey, maybe we should do our show about what didn't make it instead of what did make it. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. What's something from uh, any kind of comments you found this week that uh, you guys want to talk about? Could be from the videos themselves, Discord, um, which by the way, since I mentioned Discord, we have a uh, just a link you can go to now. Um, yeah. We are verified on Discord. So discord.gg slash cinemasins if you want to join our Discord. Yep. Uh, discord.gg slash cinemasins. Lots of fun stuff going on there. And... Please don't point out to Jeremy that we were given official status before his Twitter. <laughs> just wanted to. They're different oh, platforms entirely. They're, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a totally so, different thing. 
There's no reason. That's cool, but it but it's really nice, right? It makes it easier for people to join, right? Oh yeah, that it's just, you just, you just uh, type it in, and you don't have to wait for a link because usually on Discord yeah. you have to wait for a link, and now you can just type it in and find it. So. Yep, absolutely. Nice. Nope. Um, today, why don't you go first? What is your uh, comment section? Uh, I saw a comment on the uh, video for. Let's see. Oh wait, where to go? The three amigos rest, uh, reference in the outtakes. Yeah. Uh, for I think that was Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, that was Winter Soldier. Yeah, because it was very much the look up here. Look. You know, <laughs> yeah, the bird call. Yeah, um, God, I love Three Amigos. Brandon asks, "Was that a Three Amigos reference in the out- audio ad takes?" You're really pandering to the three of us who get that reference. <laughs> There's more of us. Uh, than there three, are more yes. of you, but yes, yes. you're correct. That what? is where that was from, and I thought that was a fun, uh, fun comment. Hey, I- hey you, you too. <laughs> That movie has so many great lines. I'm going to fill you with so much lead. You're going to be using your dick for a pencil. It's one of my favorites. Oh, my goodness. That Um, that movie, man. uh, What is a plethora? (laughs) And then I also just wanted to point that Karen, hey, Aaron, Karen said, OMFG, your voice is utterly hilarious and befitting for this narration. Keep it going, mate. I missed that one. Thank you. Followed immediately by someone who said that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. No, I'm 100 percent sure that guy. There was, uh, there was a little bit in the because it was the Modoc video, right? Where I was, where I said something about you know, um, me every time I look in the comment section or something, yeah. being numb to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I remember and somebody in the, the comments was like, uh, you know, I feel like Aaron might need a hug. Yeah, like, I'm, maybe. I'm okay. I'm just being. Yeah, so, you did that okay, slightly guys. sad act. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> some people don't uh, like my voice. Jonathan, what about you? Well, I actually went back and watched an older video. Uh, you guys might not remember this, but Candyman. There was. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is it's, it's is, when, no, no, when, it's when, never, <laughs> nobody has any idea what you're talking about. I mean, somebody. Might, oh, that's right. Somebody oh, might. that's right. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that episode is not out for three weeks. That's like a new take record a, for you. That's like a new record for you, Jonathan. We don't have a category for that yet. <laughs> yeah, there's no category on the bingo card for what you just did. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> We recorded that so long ago. <laughs> and it's still three weeks away from airing. Oh, my but God. Hey. Oh, shit. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I did that now. I'm even more happy with myself. All yeah. right. No, for Modoc, there was, uh, I found a th- somebody had a theory, Fuzzy Stripetail, who I feel like we've used Fuzzy Stripetail before. That sounds very familiar. Uh, they had a theory about the Stevenson family. Stevenson family. Oh, yeah. Tell us. And they said, just like that prematurely celebrating jet pilot, the Steve. I'm sorry, I still got that. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Just like that prematurely celebrating jet pilot, the Stevenson's wing. <laughs> three weeks away. <laughs> God, oh my God. Look at Aaron. He's going to spit his drink out. <laughs> oh, all right. I got it. All right. All right. Buzzy Strikeville had a theory about oh, the Stevenson family <laughs> and the Modoc video. <laughs> Just like that prematurely celebrating jet pilot, the Stevensons went against the grain by lamenting over the fact that the cereal that restaurants served them only had six grains instead of the seven grains that Modoc insisted was too many grains for one cereal. 
<laughs> so good. I love it. So funny. Man, that must be the funniest comment we've ever read on the comment <laughs> section. Because we're all dying for completely <laughs> really <laughs> because reasons completely related to the comment you just read. Uh oh, that's amazing. Um, all right. Uh I guess that brings us to my comment, uh, which is from the Candyman video. <laughs> I mean, we have to keep. You got to watch that weekly. It's so good. It's it hard is, to stay away it is, from. It. It is. We've also um, we can't say that word again. We've said it twice. We're not saying it again. That's right. That's right. That's that's true. No, mine comes uh, from the heavy metal video. Um, actually, before I get to that, I do have another one I want to mention because we didn't mention the murder dirter sin after we referenced oh, it at yes. the beginning. Um, and Danae was saying she didn't understand that reference it was uh, in modok and judge dread i believe there was a there was, was a, there was a murder, murder reference in judge dread as well yeah. oh I, yeah i believe it was judge dread i didn't i don't remember seeing that one um but uh but yeah that's an snl sketch making fun of uh or you know parodying mayor of east town um in the their accent. accents yeah the, the accent pennsylvania from, accents yeah. So, so, so that's yeah. supposed to be murdered your daughter, daughter. was murder right daughter. so it's oh, they murder my daughter yeah, gotcha. my daughter's gotcha. been murdered. Um, I do have a question for you, Jonathan. From this comment, though, um, the murder dirter reference was awesome, especially since Beck Bennett is in the show. Did, yeah. Were you thinking of that when you uh, when you wrote it? Was that the because I hadn't even put that together? No, but that, that's kind of fun. I think I thought about it later, but because uh, did I write? I guess I did write that. You changed it up, I think. But I guess I did put the murder dirter in there. But uh, no. I thought about it after the fact, but no, at the time I wasn't thinking about Beck Bennett. Uh, Very nice. I knew he was in the show, so maybe it was a surprise. Yeah, it's just a nice little thing, observation but... um, from Bryson uh, in the, the comments. But the one I wanted to talk about comes from Mofine Bovine. Uh, great username, Mofine Bovine. Um, this was in response to somebody who was asking about the big wrench uh, and how you might use that. <laughs> Uh, and why he needed that. And Mofine Bovine says, well, because he's got big nuts. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well done. Very well played. Good Very job. Very well played. Uh, let's move into Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Uh, let's chat about something else from the pop culture world we've seen recently. Um, Jonathan, why don't you start? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so I, well, I feel like every week we mention some get something else somebody has to subscribe to. So I'm going to be talking about a show on Epics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I will say, Epics has a deal with Amazon or somebody, so this could pop up somewhere else at some point. But right now, all I know about is it's on Epics. Uh, but it's a show. It ended a week or two ago, but I just I got finished uh, with it this week. But it's um, it's a true crime doc called uh, Fall River. Have you heard about this? No. Okay, so. Uh, this is from, and this is also, this is from Blumhouse. It's not their first show, but it might be their first true crime, but I'm not positive about that. Uh, they did do like a purge series and there's been some other stuff, but I don't know if they've done true crime stuff. But anyways, this is, uh, this is called Fall River. It's only four episodes. Um, and it is about Fall River. Uh, I think it's Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Fall River, Massachusetts, which is actually the home of Lizzie Borden or where Lizzie Borden was when all that went down. I didn't know that. Found that out. But this takes place in uh, 1979, 1980. Uh, there were these, there was three women were murdered. Uh, two women were murdered in 1979. Uh, police discovered they were connected 
Uh, and then in, I think in early 1980, they had a witness, a supposed witness. The police drove her back home after they talked to her, and she was found dead like a few hours later. So somebody had gotten to her after they dropped her off. And so this is the true crime doc about this. And what happened was they discovered that there was a potentially a satanic cult operating in the town and that there was this one guy that kind of kept getting pointed out. His name is um, Carl Drew, I think is right. And uh, anyways, so he gets kind of pointed out in this and then he eventually gets arrested and he gets uh, sentenced to life. He's still in prison. Um, So this was a lot of people cite this as the start of the satanic panic, uh, which which was through the 80s and, you know, into the 90s. Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, which eventually got to the point where there were actually like musicians were having to go before courts and say that they didn't mm-hmm. worship the devil. I mean, it's just like when you think back on it, it's just so interesting. Uh, but I lived were, it, man. I lived right, you know, yeah, right in the middle too. of it. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's so strange. But there were like like any kind of legend that comes across, there were actual things that happened, you know, and, and these sure. murders were, uh, were, were part of that. And... Um, but what's interesting is that, so James Buddy Day is the guy behind this, and he's done a lot of these true crime series. Uh, recently he did, I haven't seen it, but he did one called Florida Man Murders that I think has gotten some uh, notoriety. But um, he does a really, really good job with this. I, I, I go back and forth with true crime docs, and there's so many now, too, it's hard to get even really interested in watching one, but I'd heard good stuff about this. And uh, like I said, the satanic panic stuff just really interests me. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I checked it out, but he, he did, he did, he just found some inconsistencies and some of the things involving the guy they arrested, Mr. You know, Drew that they arrested. Mm -hmm. And so he just started doing some investigation into it. And he discovered through that, I mean, I won't give too much away, but he discovered through that, that uh, Carl Drew was a pimp. um, And there were other uh, criminals in the area that were fighting over territory. So it kind of became this thing where, you know, is this something where he got pointed out because there was a turf war and somebody wanted him off the streets, whether he did it or not? Uh, Is he involved in it, but not as involved as they think he is? Or are there other people out there that should have been arrested as well? And so it's just stuff like that. So, you know, was he even really in a satanic cult, which I believe he's always said he wasn't. Um, And just, you know, just stuff like that That might not be right. Forget that part, because uh, I'm just I'm having, trying to remember right now. But anyways, but he, um, you know, that's also brought up as a possibility. But anyways, no, it's it's really well done. I will say one of the problems I had with it, which is funny because I was I think when I talked about that true crime series Sasquatch on Hulu, I was talking about what I loved about it was it was only three episodes, and so many of these true crime docs go on too mm-hmm. long. Yeah, this is one I think could have probably used another episode. Oh, interesting. Um, because, but part of that is because. Uh, as he was in the middle of finishing it, as he was in the middle of making it and about to get to like that third or fourth episode, uh, the COVID shutdown happens. And so he can't get to the prisons and interview uh, people he needs to interview. And so the fourth episode feels like something that was, he kind of had to just put it together with stuff he already had. He, I don't think he got to complete it the way he wanted to. Uh, so I'm maybe down the road, because this is getting a little bit of word of mouth. So maybe down the road, we'll get another episode or something, you know, just kind of wrapping things up. Cause it looks like he was on to some stuff. Um, Interesting. But like anything that's like a 30 year old case, I mean, we're probably never going to know. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things you're like, does this guy deserve to be, you know, you know, does this guy deserve to be in prison? I mean, I mean, he probably did something, but did he do that? You know, it kind of, kind of brings to my mind of a murderer. Is that what that, what that was called? Mind of a, is that the right? one on Netflix? Yeah. What was that called? The mind? Uh, no, it wasn't mind. It was, um, 
Uh, it wasn't inward though, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Something of uh, making making a mur- it, making yeah. of a so murderer. It, it, so it kind of kind of feels like that. Maybe like there's some false like there's some stuff that's not right here. I don't know. I found it. I I just found the whole thing interesting. Um, obviously with the satanic panic stuff, that's interesting. But then just the stuff that actually uh, came about thirty years later from investigating and stuff. Or I guess it's I guess it's forty now, right? Is that right? Seventy mm-hmm. nine? Yeah, forty years later. Forty one years later. So. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting, but it's on Epics. It's called Fall River. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with a TV show that just came back on History Channel. Uh, pro- I think the only TV show I watch on the History Channel. Uh, it's called Alone. And if you like survival shows, this is the most intense, most incredible survival show on television. Uh, the conceit is that they drop off a certain number of people. I think this season started with 16. Um, some seasons are 20, some seasons are 12 and they have a choice of a certain number of survival items that they get to take with them, Mm -hmm. but then it's just last person standing and they are alone. There's nobody with them. The producers are within uh, radio range where they can come do health checks, emergency checks, uh, that kind of thing. Um, it is. So crazy how intense this show gets, and I absolutely love it watching people, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to eat, how they're going to build shelter. If if the actual survival part, like if you watch Survivor and you're like, yeah, this like gameplay stuff is fun, but they don't really actually, you know, aren't really survivalists, watch alone. That's the show you want um, because it is it is pretty incredible. So it's just, you know, whoever can stay out there alone, the longest wins. And, uh, the, the way that develops is pretty amazing, uh, season after season. Do you, do you think you would do well on any of these shows that you're, cause you're so this into show, it. this show, no, not a chance. I, I'd, I am I'd lose not a survivalist. Um, the more game <laughs> show type stuff I might, you know, survivor, I might do okay on, but that's not a really yeah. a survival show. Or like Amazing um, Race or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could probably make 30 days. Um, the only reason I say that is because literally as long as you can find water, you can make 30 days. You could literally not yeah, eat yeah. anything for 30 days and, and survive. Um, so I, I could maybe you do Naked and Afraid. you too, man. You come off that island like, <laughs> look at me. Woo. So yeah, I could maybe do Naked and Afraid, but um, but definitely not. not no. Low. So for sure. No. I wouldn't be able to do Naked and Afraid either. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of do it. it. No. Maybe Amazing Race, but even that, I. No. Uh, yeah. No, that requires racing. <laughs> I mean, they're in cars and stuff a lot too. I mean, it, yeah. Sure. That That's would be true. the most interesting to me, but I'm not sure I would do well. Um, I don't so, think I would enjoy. And it I don't at know all. who I would do it with because I think my wife would kill me. And, uh, right. Yeah, that's the thing. I think Barrett, Barrett and I would just like, well, not anymore. Actually, we're maybe Barrett and I could do it because we don't we don't really drink anymore. So maybe because that wouldn't be a like just stop. I was just joking around. We'd stop off at the pubs. I'm trying to think of like what reality TV show I would try. Like competition based. Yeah. Like The Voice. No. No. Okay. I would flop hard on that. You think <laughs> so? Be, oh my god! If okay. I would, I would do Masked Singer before I would do The Voice. Oh, all right. Because I like. Well, like, okay, so one of the things that I'm considering doing is uh, picking up my guitar and practicing on stream on Twitch, mm-hmm. and I am so terrified of it, and I don't know. Like, it's just, mm. it's intimidating to sing in front of people, but I'm thinking, oh, what if I just do black screen, then it's easier, because I'm not being watched. Having been on stage, I understand that that's weird, but almost like when I used to sing 
it was almost like an experiment to just push myself. And I, I just, I don't know. I get Sia. I get, I get like the whole, like, mm-hmm. just, I'm going to just do my thing and you can't see me. I can't see you. I get that. I, I feel that in my soul. So nice. Today, what do you got for your, uh, oh, right. What we're talking sense. about. Um, I'm going to talk about a game real quick because I'm on a game kick again. This one's called mastermind. Um, my parents used to play this with me when I was a kid. I was going to say that game. sounds super familiar. It was yeah, the board yeah. game. I, I had definitely had this board game. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So you probably, it's, you can do the app version if you'd like to. Nice. The idea is that, um, you're playing against the computer in this case, and there are four different colors and they're quote unquote hidden from you. So like you've got a uh, blue, red, orange, and green. And there's a secret code. And let's say that the secret code is that all four of the uh, peg holes are filled with all red um, peg colors. Uh, you have so many turns to figure out what the secret code is, essentially. I think there's eight turns. Yeah, there's eight turns. So um, it's a game of a process of elimination where you present what you think the code could be. Let's say that you start off by using all green. Well, that means that you got none right and none in the right spot. So it's just as you keep putting out these different color combinations until you pick the right color combination. And it's a little brain teaser and it's simple. It's another game that I recommended to my friend who was just looking for something casual to do. There's no timer. There's no pressure. It's just kind of like a little mental game that you can figure out. Um, I would recommend the tutorial if you've never played a game like this before, because it does require a little bit of like, wait, what what are we doing here? Um, Because each round each of the eight rounds you are told if you have any colors correct and in the right spot and that's uh presented to you in a way that you kind of have to be able to understand i love this game with my family we played this all the time we did a lot of process of elimination games as a family um but i think that they're really fun for critical thinking uh in general yeah yeah um so So yeah, so that's what I'm going to do today is Mastermind. Again, I use Android, so I'm not sure if it's available on the Apple devices, but I'm sure there's one that's, there's got to be one out there. Danae, I downloaded and played here after your recommendation last week. I loved it. Okay. Loved it. Loved it. With one caveat. Oh, no. If you know anything about how I play puzzle games, I do not use hints. I refuse. Right, 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 right. It's possible possible spoilers for the game here one of the levels depends on you using hints you cannot solve the level without using a hint it's interesting it's clever um but it's it was i was on that level for two days before i was just like i i have no idea what's going on here just tell me and i am so against hints that I Googled how to solve the level before I hit, you know, the hint. And the Google was like, have you tried using a hint? I was like, what? Mm. And I was so mad at that one level. Other than that, I love the game. Okay, Absolutely okay. love it. But it's like, I, I just, that's how I play puzzle games. I, I hate like using games hints. games like yeah, that because there was literally one level where I put my phone on the table and just spun it around as fast as I could to see if that <laughs> solved it. <laughs> You're like, okay, what do I got to I'm holding my phone uh-huh. upside down and shaking right, it. Like, right. is this yeah. going to work? You know? Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Except for that one thing. I'm glad except you Except for that it. one thing. Um, and Jonathan, do you remember, do you remember uh, that level? I don't think I got to that level yet. Oh. Um, okay. 
And Jonathan, there was comments in the chat earlier about taking your recommendation and really enjoying it from last week as well. Uh, Tom says, I started listening to the podcast Jonathan recommended oh, last week, yeah. and I'm loving it. Absolutely fantastic. So. Sorry, I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, American Hysteria. Oh, I'm very happy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. I'm almost out of episodes. Kind of upset about that. Mm-hmm. So there Thankfully, you go. still going. Mastermind on the Play Store, alone on the History Channel in Fall River on Epics uh, for the Beyond the Sins this week. <laughs> that's going to do it for me, uh, behind the sins this week don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got anything you want to send us you can mail it to us P.O. Box 881 Republic Missouri 65738 if you want to hang out with us on Twitter I'm at Aaron Dicer she is at Danae Says Twitch and Twitter D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S and he is at Sam Loomis 13 so for Jonathan Watkins Danae Hughes an evil gumball and myself <laughs> we will see you next week happy apple strudel day Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. I have that with a couple celebrities. I went through stages where multiple people would say the same person I looked like. There was a stage uh, where uh, people, like everybody was, just, this was like college. People were just like, you look like John Larroquette. You look like John Larroquette. You look like John Larroquette. <laughs> like when he was younger? Yeah. Like like yeah. when you guys were about the same? Yeah, like yeah. when he was my he's age. He's quite a bit older than us, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Like when he was my age in Night Court or whatever, when I was in college, yeah, yeah, people yeah. were just like, you yeah. look like that guy from Night Court. You look like that guy from Night Court. Like that was. I can see that. Happened all the time. And then for a stage shortly after college, it was Travolta. And it was just like multiple people. You look uh. like John Travolta. And I was like. I never saw any of it, but I think we rarely do because, you know, we see ourselves as such individuals. Yeah, but I mean, no, I think the Larroquette thing, though, I think it's the eyes. Could be. I don't know. I, I can kind of see it even now. Like, I mean, you don't look straight up like it. It's kind of like my daughter. Like, she doesn't look like my mom, mm-hmm. but she also really looks like my mom because she has her eyes. So it's really well, weird. That, it's like that. Like the rest of her face is Meredith. Yeah. And then her eyes are my mom. Well, that is that <laughs> is the weird part of it. Like, I don't tell people yeah. that John Lowercat's my dad, but, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> once people find that out, it starts to make a little more sense. Holy shit. Let's do this fucking show. I think the game should be for our listeners. I think they need to identify who each of us most sounds like and looks like uh, for celebrities. Let us know. What have you gotten in the past, Danae? Like, who you look like, who you sound like? Yep, Donald Duck. Yeah, I think that every time... Every time you open your mouth... I your everyday voice. <laughs> that is her everyday voice. That's what people don't oh, know. Yeah, she puts true. on a human voice it's, during the podcast. It but. requires a lot of focus and energy to put this voice on every single day, even though I actually am a duck. I will say, Danae, she doesn't look like her. They look very different, but you remind me of Kristen Bell. Oh, just like the way you. you, the way you act. Oh, and... my. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, you probably you probably do get a lot of the quirky girl comparisons. I get the quirky girl comparisons, yes. Yeah. Which I, of course, am super okay with. Uh, visually, I get Drew Barrymore and Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Hmm. 
Yeah, okay. Um, I just haven't get anybody. I pick up a little Angelina Jolie vibe. I do. I have gotten Angelina Jolie. However, yeah. however, saying that makes me very uncomfortable. All three of those <laughs> makes me very uncomfortable. Um, so let's go with She-Ra. You know, princess <laughs> of go. power. So I'm playing with all people that are like, there's one that's in Ireland, and then there's two other, if I, I, I hope I'm getting this right, Irishmen that are living in the UK, but they have like the Irish accents. And then mm-hmm. there's this amazing woman named Tara, and she is, uh, she's like in the UK as well. But they're all kind of like in different places and around, uh, and they're trying to figure out when they're going to be able to get together. So it's just this like, like symphonic cacophony of accents and then there's me and i'm like in fucking heaven (laughs) they could just say they could just talk as normal and i'd be so happy because they're really really uh they're just a fun group and they're all friends and so i just kind of like get to pop in their world and listen to them get excited about stuff and then pop out it's really fun i love it yeah, that's cool. I wish we had cool accents like that. In the we States. don't. We don't. I know. Like we talked to, you know, Chris and Barrett and I talked to Rennie Harlan earlier this week and he's um, Scandinavian, I believe. I don't know. He's it's somewhere in that area. But um, he just, God, it's just like, you just sound amazing, right? man. Like, why can't I, why can't I sound I, like you, know, you? Don't sell yourself short. There are people who like <laughs> the American accent. They're, I mean, no, they're, there's well, not. And I, they're, I mean, they're no, very, there's f- few You're are wrong. they, few are they, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, there are a few. <laughs> We all have the most milk toast American accent, you know, kind of that mm-hmm. uh, news speak accent. Um, I've got a little bit of north in me that pops out every once in a while. Um, I have south in me that pops out. Mm-hmm. I think today's got a little bit of south that pops out every once in a while. I, my stomach pops but... out. It's that's not the south I was a, talking about. That's a post pregnancy oh, okay. thing, okay. I believe. Just, that's better than your, the belly button just explodes. That's better than your north popping out. Um, right. You know, well, just, that's just what so I was going to say. It sounded a little bit like, wait, what do we got popping out here? If anything, like, let's just put this. Now, if, if anything, my south pops out, that's a whole different <laughs> okay, story. Here's the thing. If my norths pop out, let me know quickly. Wait, how did the, and if how your did they, south pops out, we just. Look, this we're on video Nobody, now. We're on video. We have to be how helping wait, each how did other. The, how, out. Did, how did direction become plural all of a sudden? I have <laughs> all two of a sudden the have... <laughs> one's, one's north and one's northwest. I have a pair. <laughs> you've got you've got north by northwest. That's what no, you've got. <laughs> I'm talking about my tits, guys. Oh, got it, got it. Sorry, God, I got confused. God. Technically, since having a child, they are sort of in the middle to southern hemisphere now. <laughs> I just <laughs> They're Midwest. They're just like, you're talking about them being in the South and the Southeast. I'm like, yeah, they are. My, my, my boobs are Midwest now. Oh, shit. Oh, my uh, gosh. They're Chicago. Today. Oh, my they're, gosh. They're, they're Illinois and Ohio. Yeah, that is yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're sort of just in this general direction. That's a- <laughs> I would just go Florida and Texas just to be on the safe side. They're just, that's directionally. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> one thing i wanted to tell you i learned while talking to my my new uk crew is that they call mail post i just wanted to let you know that yes nice it seems to make more sense when you think about it rubbish you go to the post office for mail in the u.s but you go to the post office for post there which makes sense I was really confused about when someone said they were going to go to the post, like they, they had to go pick up their post. 
I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Turns Are out you it's doing a fence project. Uh, right, that's what I thought. I'm watching like, the okay. telly. Uh, I'm watching, watching why, the telly right now. And why now. are you putting your post in your boot? That it, makes no it's sense either. It's very confusing. And when you're done with your post, why does it go post rubbish? Mm-hmm. rubbish. Is the boot is boot? Yeah. Boot is trunk, right? Yeah. There's also something about pants and that's pants, and that still confused. I actually made a little chart for myself, but I have since misplaced it. This morning I woke up and I had 35 messages in our D&D chat <laughs> to catch up on because they've been awake for a long time. And um, I sent them a picture of what the weather is going to be today. And I turned it into Celsius. And I felt like I was being a good friend for doing oh, that. Oh, that was very kind of you. So when you... Very nice. So when you were so when you told me yesterday last night you were busy catching up on emails, you meant D and D, not work. <laughs> uh, I remembered that yesterday to tell my husband for the first time. That went well. He really loves how much I work. It's his fa- it's his favorite thing. <laughs> well, that's um, my wife doesn't care, so I don't know what's better. <laughs> <laughs> Where where do you want me to send that code to, Danae? Uh, you just want me to tell you tell it to you verbally. Sure. Yeah, one two All three right. four five six. It is yep. three three one mm-hmm. two six nine. It is so hard not to start. I I do this. My wife finally broke me of this because she about killed me. But it's really hard for me not to be an ass and just start spouting off numbers when somebody's trying to like calculate. It's something. funny, isn't it? How we we have those built in trolley uh, things from childhood when troll. we didn't, when we weren't as you know mature or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fixed it. <laughs> I think you're in. I fixed it. <laughs> that's, yes, that's I agree, Aaron. And I think my wife threatened my life enough times to where I quit doing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what it was for mine that just carried on forever, and I still fight the urge to do it? I do this thing where my wife will have something she needs me to be sure of, right? And so she will remind me day after day, it's coming up. Here's like, you need to know this. And then the day will come and I'll be like, you never told me about this. Just like that's one of those things I do just yeah. to kind of like troll oh my her God, or I whatever. Murder. Yeah. So I- <laughs> so- murder. <laughs> there is something about us that loves <laughs> to get reactions out of the people we love. You know what I mean? Yeah, no matter what kind of reaction true. it is, like that's there's something true. like you just like I- there is something about playfully making somebody you love angry that we're, is interesting. We're mischievous scamps today. Yeah. Yeah. Or mischievous scamps. Yeah. That was a low-key reference. <laughs> that was a low-key reference. Yes, it was. Yeah. This is someone jump roping. Oh, of course it is. Of course that's a jump rope. Yes, of course it is. Oh, wait. I actually do see that now. Mm-hmm. She colored the sky behind the jump yes, rope. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And for being four, that's pretty good, yo. I just, uh, my daughter just had a dance recital, and she does, uh, she does ballet, jazz, tap, and okay, hip hop. So she upper. had four dances. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> did you, did you just swallow a green mushroom? Make because it. boy, you sure did one up. Holy shit! That's not. I, I didn't my mean to sound that way. My four-year-old drew but... a red blob and a line that appears to be something jump roping, and Jonathan's like, my child is a ballet dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm getting teary-eyed with Iris for uh, for her just using the potty. So, <laughs> like, good. Yeah. Oh, I good bet. Job. I bet that's a relief well, tear. That's just. We're. Please. She's regressed. She's it she's happens. having conversations with us, like legitimate chats and negotiation tactics. 
to just mm-hmm. go in a diaper because it's more convenient for her to do so. <laughs> but I can stay here and go potty and I don't want to go all the way over there. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I super get it. Just tell her she needs to start paying for her diapers then. Uh, uh, I think we're going with the you're getting too big for them now. Like they're not going to fit you for much longer. Mm. They don't make it. They don't make them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They quit making diapers. Sorry. Yeah. This is where you start lying to your children. It happens to us all at some point or another. (laughs) Yeah. We had to set up a a new board uh, over at Danae's house. And like I just I didn't even put shoes on. Like I just go over to Danae's house like barefoot. and just like Okay. I don't. Yeah. I, I would not do that, Danae. I would wear shoes to your house. Thanks for respecting my space more than Aaron does. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm just like picturing like I'm like Aaron comes to my house. I open the door. He's barefoot. He is. It'll happen. Barefoot. No underwear. Just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now wait you know, a second. Here, no, no, if no, you no, put no. those hold, together, hold, hold, hold. it sounds the, a little weird. The trick is you don't think it's about it. True, That's the trick. You don't think you about can't. it. It's like when Aaron comes over, you don't think. He's not wearing any underwear right now. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to, in general, I'm just going to say never think that. That's just not something you need to think about at all. Uh, Shoot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 